Welcome to Wrinkled, Not Dead. I'm Jennifer. And I'm Mike. We may be over 50, but we're here to prove we're still relevant. And we have lots of real-world advice on confronting the challenges, but having fun getting older. We're wrinkled. Not dead. Let's do this. Hello again and welcome to episode number 78 of Wrinkled, Not Dead. I'm Mike Bell. And I'm Jen Bell. Ah, episode number 78 and everything to do with Wrinkled, Not Dead can be found on wrinklednotdead.com. You can go to the iTunes store to find the podcast. You can go to pretty much anywhere where podcasts are made popular. And if you could share... Yes, and correct. if you could tell people how great our podcast is, that's the way we grow, through word of mouth. There are hundreds of thousands mm-hmm. of podcasts. There we're in are. A, yeah. We're in a category called self-help, and we're doing very well. <laughs> very well. Last ep- last week's episode was number one. It went to number one. I know. We're, so we always proud. go so Thank nuts. You. I, I know. know. Yeah, exactly. Um, you can actually help to sponsor the program on advertisecast.com under Wrinkled Not Dead. We're very reasonable that way. Also, our, our program today should be known. It is partially brought to you by our favorite headset folks, studiosweden.com. Studio, S-U-D-I-O-S-W-E-D-E-N, the country, dot com. And studiosweden.com, the nice people over there sent us a couple of headsets and we love them. <laughs> we kind of love them. We told you about one model earlier in a couple episodes ago, but I want to talk a little bit about uh, Studio Vasa Blow. Mm. And it's spelled... If you're in North America, B-L-A, with a little circle above, mm-hmm. like an umlaut would be in, yeah. Anyway, Vasablo are, um, they're, actually, they're just gorgeous. They, they have a leather case. They've got different sizes of the little earbud things so that if you have big ears, that's one thing. But if you have tiny ears like you do, you have uh, the buds that'll fit in really well. The best thing about them is that they are... Um, First of all, they're gold-plated. That's cool. But you don't need to have a cord hanging down your pants into your phone. They are already compatible with Bluetooth on any device. So that's fantastic. And I've used them, and I still keep clawing at myself. to see Where's the cord on this thing? Anyway, there is no cord. It has a long a battery life, and I think this is the time of year when you think, God, what am I going to get for? These are perfect. They're reasonably priced. Go to studiosweden.com. You'll see the whole layout of all of the uh, all of the products there, and there are a multitude in many colors for anybody in your family. They're reasonably priced at 15% off if you have uh, use the promo code wrinkled not dead in all caps wrinkled not dead. Use the promo code 15% off. In addition to that, and if that wasn't enough, <laughs> they ship worldwide for free. I mean, they make great gifts. I hate I Christmas shopping now or I holiday know. shopping. It's just too crazy. So, I know. And they're pretty. Yep. I like them. And they're pretty. We'll mm-hmm. talk a little bit more about them later on in the show. What we learned this week. This was interesting. Tell oh, the listeners. Oh, okay. Was, uh, this is from a novel. I just can't believe it. Okay. I, I found this in a novel, and I'm not going to go into the novel right now, but it was, it was a great factoid. An aspen forest, and they're found all over the world, aspen forest, can be hundreds of separate trees but all joined together underground by a single root. Isn't that something? Yeah. An aspen wood is all one organism, the largest living thing on earth. Isn't that cool? It is amazing. It is amazing. That, that is really something. But it's really about a family of trees. And that brings us to where we're going today. Exactly. We're talking about young and old together. Uh-huh. And working together, in some cases, also living together. Yeah, family businesses. Absolutely. Young and old together. And so I got a good quote. Okay, good. Love it. 
Your youth is certainly finished, and old age has definitely arrived if you feel that you are losing enthusiasm, excitement, and energy towards your dreams and goals. To me, that means you can be old at 14. Oh, I, I've known some old kids. So because they've just lost it already. They lost it already, yeah. yeah. I know that it's sad, but it's true. And I, you know, I, I, you can also be old on specific days. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes it's hard to get out of bed. My feet hurt. I know. <laughs> Everything hurts. Oh, boy. Oh, so dear, I know, oh, dear. But, but it, that's a great way to talk about it. And we're going to go far into depth on this uh, because it's it's worth it. You'll, you'll, be, you'll be amazed out there about family businesses and how much of the world uh, depend how much the world depends on them because it correlates to just families as well not just businesses yeah but families but families and, reaching out and, to and families they're, and they're interdependent exactly you know joe the son does this and we have a, an interview coming up later with a family business out, and we'll talk about them later and particularly wow, cool. during the holidays yes. don't you think because families are coming together yeah. And our Thanksgiving's coming up, so... It is. So, Rose and Thorn, which is a nice thing that happened during the week yes. of Rose, and a Thorn is a less than good thing, but we learn from it. So, if you don't mind, I'll start. Boxing Day, Brick. If you're in England or in Canada, you know what Boxing Day is immediately. It's the day after Christmas, and there's a long legend about how it got started and everything else, but the truth of it was, I went up to Canada to shoot for uh, the Brick. I've been their spokesperson for decades and uh, we always have a great time doing this and it's very fun inventive stuff we work with ko group up there and uh it was a night shoot <laughs> oh haven't done one of those for a long time and i felt a little older i must say uh, around two o'clock in the morning but we had a wonderful time and uh the brick really does have some great values around that time of year the the, the whole boxing day thing is huge it, it makes black friday look tiny so Anyway, that was my definitely my rose. But for those who don't know what the brick is, though, it's a very large company all across Canada that, that sells furniture, appliances, video, all yeah, that. All, that, all mm-hmm. that stuff. And they're, they're, they have 230 stores. Yeah, they're huge. Yeah, they are huge. So it's an honor to be their spokesperson. And you have, oh, you'll, this is going to feed right into this, of course. Exactly. Um, like I said, our Thanksgiving is coming up on Thursday. Yeah. And one of the fun things that we do with our goddaughter, Lauren Everts from the Skinny <laughs> Confidential, is make... The pumpkin roll. Okay. Yeah. What about me, Kimosabi? Well, exactly. Well, you actually do most of the work, and Lauren oh. and I chit chat with a glass of wine. But it is so much fun because it makes the house smell great, and it's just simple pleasures. Yeah. It is, it is. a family get, and I and I think of her as our family because she truly is. Well, I I think of her as the devastator in the kitchen because <laughs> yeah. the I'll take I'll tell you what I'll post a picture of of what do. happens in the kitchen because it is chaos. There's flour everywhere. A powdered sugar gets that is the worst. Powdered sugar it gets goes everywhere. Everywhere, and there's always like stains of white all over the. Anyway, I'll I'll put a picture on on wrinklednotdead.com just to show you the horror the day before Thanksgiving. I know, but that's what makes Thanksgiving is these little <laughs> these little things <laughs> and these know. explosions in the <laughs> kitchen. I'm, I'm cooking this year, so I'm kind of terrified because it'll be from one disastrous mess in the kitchen to the next day's disastrous mess in the kitchen. But you know what you'll say at the end? Boy, that what was the a best great thing. Thanksgiving. Glad, glad we didn't. We haven't done this for years. We haven't done it ourselves for I know. years. This is going to be great. I really think so. Of course, you have a thorn. I do. Um, if you've been Sadly. listening to other episodes, you know yeah. I suffer from glaucoma. And I've had 
three surgeries, well, two surgeries, two big surgeries in yeah. Toronto with Dr. Ahmed at the Prism Eye Center. Excellent, incredible surgeon. And unfortunately, I have to go back again for a revision on my left eye, which has not great vision. It didn't have it to begin with. And um, I'm kind of nervous about it because they have to cut through scar tissue and stuff like that. So I've decided I'm just going to give it up to the universe and know that I'm in good hands with Dr. Ahmed and he'll take care of me. He said, I'm not going to let you go blind. Yeah, well, it's a little closer to a possibility, isn't it? Yeah, the thing with eyes is, and with uh, unlike my hip replacement, I sound like a bionic person, but <laughs> my hip replacement really, it, it, you know, it was tough getting through, but then it was done. With eyes, they're a little more finicky, yeah. and you have to go back for fine-tuning. So I'm going to think of this as a fine-tuning. Okay, well, that's letting you off easy there, because that's not the way I learned it. But, but have anyway, patience. The best, the best will happen, absolutely. Yeah, and if you have glaucoma, have patience, because it's yeah. sort of not black and white. There's yeah. a lot of We have gray. listeners out there who've uh, came back to you with questions about this. Absolutely. And, and, uh, you're, by the way, Jen's open to any kind of question. Just uh, send us a note. Send it to my, send it to my email, michael at michaelbell.com, and I'll pass it on to Jan and send you back the stuff because I handle a lot of that because she doesn't admit it, but uh, she, her sight is diminished, so we kind of share the load a little bit that way. But we're talking about a little bit about, uh, well, in, to anybody around the world, that's kind of our big deal here in the U.S. Every, when I was up in Edmonton, Canada, we were talking about that, and everybody says, yeah, your Thanksgiving is bigger than Christmas, isn't it? And I said, yes, it is. And, well, a lot of people make a big deal out of this because it's the third Thursday in November every year, and really what it means, it's a four-day holiday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. So families travel a long way for the holiday, and this is what's interesting because, judge this for yourself, there's a strong economy and solid consumer confidence. The uh, AAA, the auto club, says that Americans are going to hit the road in the largest numbers in 12 years. No hmm. kidding. That means 51 million Americans are going to travel at least 50 miles from home during the holiday period. 89% are going to drive. 8% or so are going to fly. So that's a big uptick. So I'm, I'm just giving a, a silent salute to flight attendants everywhere. Oh, gosh. <laughs> because it's, it's bad. It was bad already when I came back from Canada. So it's going to be really wild. But hey, you know what? Everybody says how expensive it is. In the last five years, this is the lowest price for airfares. The uh, domestic routes, the for top 40 domestic destinations, 157 bucks. That's not bad. I never get those. You talk about no, these. I know. I, I take, <laughs> it's always I like never $700. Seen, yeah, how did mine get from 157 Because your seat's too small, so there's another 60 bucks gone. If your bag, oh, there's another 25 yeah. You got two bags, there's another 50 It adds up, but... I guess if you went on naked, <laughs> sat, that's sat on naked road, airlines, you know, row thirty-five, like I did, you can maybe get a trip for one hundred and fifty-seven bucks. But here's the other side of it: rental cars. You get off the aircraft, the rental cars are up thirty-four percent. I know what they're charging. It's expensive. It is it's expensive. expensive to travel. I'm yeah. like that old lady now that I still think you can rent a, you know, a hotel room for fifty nine dollars, no problem whatsoever, <laughs> yeah. and and have your entire week's car rental at a hundred bucks. Yeah, I know. And sometimes you can if you want to be in uh, Minot, North Dakota, at the Motel Six, you might but get that's the okay. hotel room. That's in. I have been to Minot, and I would say I would like to be there again someday. Motel Six will leave the light on for you. We'll leave the light on for you. That's a. Uh, Baudet. Oh, right. Tom Baudet. Yeah. yeah. He's on NPR a lot. Jen's Health Minute. Come yeah. on. Yeah. In fact, um, Sonia Marie, uh, she was on with Tammy Tammy Lee, Lee Webb. 
with steel about the buns. buns, Um, She's a nutritionist and a world-renowned nutritionist. And I said to her, last week we talked about these bars, health bars, and how they've kind of hurt my kidney and liver and all that. And she said, well, what are you eating? And of course, they were the wrong bars. She said, bars are okay at a pinch, nutritional bars, as long as they have, once again, single ingredients. If you can't understand what the ingredients are, don't buy the bar. And so, for example, there was a bar out there that had, I think it's called just two ingredients or just three ingredients. It had apple, date, and um, uh, forget the other one, uh, raisin or something. Okay. And so as long as you can read the ingredients, they're okay. But one thing she did say the best, if you can make your own sort of trail mix with yeah. with what you can digest, whether they be nuts and um, mm-hmm. raisins and carob chips or whatever, those tend to be the healthiest. Well, yeah, that all makes sense. But, uh, you know, people are just uh, so used to instant gratification. Just pick up the bar, you know, buy it for a buck and a half and there you go. So it's worth your time to think of your body uh, and and do what Sonia Marie is saying. Uh, she's found at uh, Sonia-S-O-N-I-A-Marie. And I'm excited about it's still about the buns. Yeah. Tammy Lee Webb and yeah. Sonia Lee are talking this week about nutrition about and that. the holidays. Yeah, that's exactly right. Exactly about that. So mm-hmm. um, check plan. that out. They, they have, have a plan. A, they have a plan. Okay, fun fact, because uh, we're talking about families and the young and old together and family businesses, I thought it'd be interesting to let people know that family firms account for two-thirds of all businesses around the world, if you can imagine. And that 70 to 90% of global GDP, that's the uh, gross domestic product, the stuff that we, <laughs> that we make annually, is created by family businesses. And interesting as well for anybody who's in a family business, 85% of startup companies are established with family money. So mm. Uncle Joe lends you some <laughs> money to open the donut shop and away you go. That's fun. It is fun. Although I'm trying to think when we started our business in 1989, it's Michael Bell Productions, which we still have going. Yep. And we do TV and radio and any kind of advertising, training, and narration. By the way, if you want to reach us on that, michaelbellproductions.com. Yep. We have a website. Um, I remember we started with um, our own money. Yeah, we did. We, We invested pretty much everything that we had everything that we had yeah. uh-huh and it and we thought that it would <laughs> we thought that it would take off because you're oh, well God. known in canada oh, yeah you're, you're not going to skewer me with what i said that day no 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 i'm just going to say that it was so it, you I need can, patience I'll, let me i'll do i'll fall on my own sword i actually said out loud that maybe we should send out a note that says michael bell is accepting a small number of new clients at this time (laughs) (laughs) what an ego what a buffoon and so they came flooding in not (laughs) well but you know what you have to have an ego to at least start a business i'm so embarrassed even now oh it's all right stupid on the other other hand i remember you bought stationery for the company that we went through for the next 10 years (laughs) the first purchase this mountain of stuff came in the door and there was stamps and envelopes and embossed this and all that and it was a huge and we had this tiny number of clients had it anyway it was a lot of fun back then and it still continues to be fun today and that's our family business so old and young together is about a number of things, but I got a little Q&A that I looked up here, and um, maybe, can I start that? Or Go ahead. Know? Okay, I'd like to. As an older worker, you sometimes find it frustrating to work with and manage people who are in their 20s. Is it you, or is it them? Uh-huh. It's everybody. It's both. 
with four generations of people in the workplace. That's an amazing fact by itself. It should be no surprise that miscommunication and misunderstandings occur. People are defined by the social and historical events that they experienced growing up and that shaped them when they were young adults and kids. So I can't really say that I've experienced that. Me neither. You know, a difficulty with a younger person? Not at all. Not at all, because we, we have Lauren who yeah, helps we're us learning with everything, and she's <laughs> fabulous. We're learning from them all the time. Okay, question uh, number two, because we have a whole list of other interesting things here. Because you're older and have more experience, you'll likely wind up as serving as a teacher or a mentor. Is that a good idea? What can you learn from them in return? Well, I'll tell you right now what you learn. Modern technology, period. Yeah, Social I mean, media, period. We, we learn so much from younger people, and yeah, I think younger do. people learn patience from us because we've had to have patience along the way. Okay. So that's true. I mean, millennials particularly think that, you know, we got a, an advantage over everybody on technology, but it's for everybody. And uh, again, I would encourage people to ask their young, you know, their, their kids or their, even their grandkids, help me out with this. Mm-hmm. You know, let me, I, let me, okay, I'm not an expert at uh, Instagram. But I'd really like to be on there. Can you help me get my uh, account started and, and do that? And it's important, though, that older people keep open right. to Instagram and all that. Because I know right. so many people with businesses that rarely even use Facebook. That's right. Or, or do your own podcast. We'd be glad to help you. Come on. It's a good idea. So now we have a list of things called truths. Mm-hmm. And that's, they're, they're very simple, but what you, know, you can expand on them all you want. So what I think I want to do here is just... Uh, we can go through kind of the headlines on this stuff, and then I'll post the whole thing Sounds on, good. on the website. Because then if you really are interested in delving into this, then it'll be there for you. Okay, so, I'll start. Yeah, please. Truth number one, all generations have similar values. Well, you know what the value is? Family. <laughs> everybody. Huh. And everybody has the shared values of integrity, achievement, love, competence, happiness, self-respect, wisdom, balance, and responsibility. I love that. You want to feel needed, so Mm -hmm. give the responsibility. Truth number two, everyone wants respect. The reality here is that everyone does want respect. They just don't define it the same way. Because when you're older, you you feel differently that you have now, you know, become yeah. the master at this. I want the respect of that. And the younger person may say, hey, listen, I got 15 times the energy you do, Betty. So just give me a chance and I will show you. So please respect that I can do this. Respect is more important to me than anything if somebody shows me me respect on the job i'll work long and hard Mm -hmm. absolutely okay Uh, truth number three trust matters uh, honestly i think if you don't trust a person who you work with forget it yeah then you have nothing truth is i think the glue that binds everything together Mm -hmm. well trust you mean trust yeah yeah but but with trust comes truth you have no no, you're right (laughs) exactly right exactly you have to have sort of that that feeling of what this person is saying and doing is true. It's in their core. So I, therefore, trust them. It is the glue that keeps everything together. Honestly, if you don't trust somebody, you shut, you shut down the communication part of it right now. Absolutely. You don't, nah, you know, I don't want to, I'm not going to send a note to that guy. I'm he'll not get mad, he'll get woman. upset, he won't understand. Gonna, that's right. Whatever. Why, I'm not even going to go there kind of thing. Truth number four, everyone wants credible, trustworthy leaders. And that's on every level. Um, you know... I can't remember a time in my life when I thought I, I didn't have the respect and all the other things that we've been talking about or a credibility issue with uh, anybody who managed me, not even a director. Most of the people I've worked with, I could say that, you know, you have enough 
skill and, and competence that I, I trust you and that I believe that your leadership is going to be good for me. I think you wouldn't have gone into the project if you didn't trust that leader. Oh, oh that's great. <laughs> so you that. saw that in advance. You <laughs> yeah. felt it in advance. So I wouldn't take a chance. Yeah. Yeah, okay. I'm, you You'd know be what? surprised. That's, hey, you know what? I, that's why we've been married 33 years. You know me so well. Truth five. Office politics is an issue no matter what age. And that's why I paused. I hate office politics. Never, ever, ever got involved in that. It goes nowhere. It just, um, again, swim in your own lane, do what you need to do, and forget about all the peripheral stuff that's going on. I know. I, when, you, when you see folks who are in a company, we, we've never really gone so far into this. We've been performers our whole life. Mm-hmm. So the corporate circle and all that stuff is, is a little bit foreign to us. Mm-hmm. So office politics really hasn't been much of a thing. Mm-hmm. But I'm telling you, people are nodding their heads out there saying, oh, my God, you don't have any idea, Mike and Jen. You have no idea what you have to play if you think you want to get ahead. Truth number six. No one really likes change. I hate this change. Is my favorite one. <laughs> I, hate change. I hate change. But you know what? Young people hate change too. Yeah, they say they <laughs> they say they love change, but really they, they like familiar things. That's why we have Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. You know? Because everybody wants this familiarity, and that's why people will travel across the stinking country or even internationally to go and visit with their families at Thanksgiving. They don't want to change. I want to see, even though they may argue, even though they may have difficulties, you know, with one sibling to another, they don't want that to change, not that tradition, not a chance. I agree. That's that's a big one. We could go for an hour on that one. Absolutely. Truth number seven, loyalty depends on the context, not the generation. So you can, loyalty is not sort of in any generation. It's not like the person who's older is more loyal than the younger person. That's just not true. For example, people who are closer to retirement are more likely to want to stay with the same organization. And people higher in an organization work more hours than do people lower in the organization. I don't know if I agree with this one. I don't. I think that, I, I think that loyalty is, is, is within us. Yeah, but okay, well, what I'm saying is that I think that the whole loyalty thing is fading. I mean, remember when we had loyalty to our bank? Did they give us loyalty back? That's no. a good point. That's I mean, a very good point. you could go point. on and on, and, and I think there's an erosion of that kind of stuff all over society right now. In big organizations, I guess I'm thinking of small. I mean, the people that I've worked with the and I know and are that. very, very loyal. I know the family businesses, um, Sam Levitz in Tucson, Arizona. He's yeah. extremely loyal. Yeah, well, and. They've been our clients A since client forever. <laughs> exactly. And so I think the smaller companies are more loyal. The bigger ones are getting so fra- you know fragmented out there. That's true. That um, you're right. The big banks, I've noticed it with um, hospitals and doctors and all that. You can't sometimes see your own doctor. It, it's amazing. It's sort of drifting out there. One day there will be no banks. We talked about this. There'll be virtual yeah. banks. Yeah, I know. So That's there true. is a big difference. That's why these these small companies are the ones to go to. I agree. And, and and we see that as a value. I just wonder if others are starting to lose that because we would go and uh we would go and and uh, take buy the services or or the product from the people that we know just because we know them. Yeah, our and local dry cleaners. Yeah, our local dry cleaners. And they may not be the best dry cleaner in the entire world, but they're our dry cleaner. And we have a relationship and we love that. And we love that dependability. And of course, we don't want change. And the <laughs> so, friendship. It's so important. Fr- it's right. You, you know somebody you can say, well, what are you doing for Thanksgiving? Exactly. You know, that's the fun, huh? Okay, it's easy. It's as easy 
to retain a young person as it is to retain an older one if you do things right. I and agree. that is true. Everybody, it's just now rolling into a big ball here, isn't it? The whole mm-hmm. trust, respect, all this is kind of well thought out. So, I mean, employees who want room to advance respect and recognition, they, they want a better quality of life and fair compensation. So that's the things that they're looking for. They're, they're simple. They're, they're the truth. And it doesn't matter if you're 20 years old or if you're 65 years old or 70 years old, you're looking for the same thing. Truth number nine, everybody wants to learn. If you're not learning on the job, you get bored and you quit. And I think it's really important, and we've worked with a lot of companies, the Brick in, for yeah. example, yeah. that have incredible training programs yes. to tell the employee what is expected of them and what they can expect of us. So it goes both ways. And we did the training for the brick for many, many yeah, years. You were heavy into the development of it Heavy all. into the development. And if everybody knows what's expected of them and what is going to be given to them and what they can give out, then everything is fine. If you're not learning every day on the job, you get bored. Remember shared corporate values? Yes. It was a big deal back uh, in the 80s and 90s. It disappeared for a while. I'm even talking to people who are... Uh, presidents of companies that say, you know, kind of went out of favor for a while because nobody could have, they thought they couldn't afford to do that. Then suddenly it comes roaring back. And if you've kept those ideas for training and, and development of everybody out there and they're welcome to the company and what their expectations are from the company um, in reverse, then everything works out well. And you look like a big hero because nobody else is doing it. Nobody. They say everyone wants to make sure they have the training necessary to do their current job well. Mm -hmm. Nobody wants to do a job poorly. Everybody wants to give their best. I know. Just tell them what you need. Exactly. Truth number 10, almost everyone wants a coach. Mm -hmm. Well, we have had coaches over the years. um, Directors and coaches and this and that. And it's made, uh, made us who we are today. Mm-hmm. and who we will be tomorrow. And you never forget those good coaches. One of them is no. Gail Gordon. He was yeah. Mr. Mooney from The Lucy Show. Yeah. And we worked in many productions with him at Stage West and different theaters. And man, was he a great coach. And mine would be, it first comes to mind, is Louis Spavram. I think it was my grade 9 teacher who uh, read out The Cremation of Sam McGee, and mm-hmm. I became an actor because of that. Yeah, think, he was a great coach. Think of the maybe if you can go back and think, guys, yeah. if you're listening, think of a great your, coach your that you had. Your favorite coach. And and what values they had and why they were your favorite okay, coach. Okay, so now you're at the Thanksgiving table. You want to avoid politics oh, at all costs. Oh, here we go. So what is the family? What, <laughs> now you live in Wisconsin and you live in Alaska and I live in San Diego. Now, here's a question at the table. Who is your favorite coach? Oh, Mike, you do. Oh, Louis Spaver? Who is that? Yeah, great story. now you're having a great time at the table. Uh Aha, there you go. And you didn't have to talk about anybody's politics. I love it. Okay, let's do it. it. Okay, now let's put the meat on the table here. Here we've been talking about pretty much abstract concepts and everything. Here's an interview that I did with, uh, our car was a wreck. I mean, (laughs) what did it have five malfunctions in it or something? But we kept that car. It's 15 years old and it's worth keeping and it's a wonderful vehicle, but it needed some help. So we went back to people, family business, that we've dealt with for years in the past. And the reasons why we dealt with them are fundamental, and you'll hear them now. Here's my interview with my friend, Ben. Ben Wynn, welcome to Wrinkled Not Dead. Oh, thanks. Thanks for having me. Well, 
We've known you mildly over the years, and this is an episode about family businesses. Maybe yeah. you didn't know that almost 90% of the world's businesses are family oh. businesses. Oh, I didn't know. I looked it oh, up. Yeah. It's one of our fun facts today. Mm-hmm. So, so we have a family business, me and Jen, and you have a family business. Since when? When did you form your business or your dad? My dad has the business here um, since 94. And you're uh, in automotive repair. That's right. Okay. So in 1994, had he come from outside the country or had he come from another business? He came from, uh, well, he was uh, Vietnam, came from Vietnam. Yeah. Uh, back in uh, 1980, uh, he came here first and then he brought me and my, my mom here mm-hmm. um, after he was sponsored here. Uh, and then he started the business. Well, he was doing a few things before he, was, he became an auto mechanic. I think he was a truck driver at one point. Um, and then he went to school for um, automotive repair. And after that, he worked for several uh, companies, s- several independent shops, um, just like ours, for a while. And from there, he accelerated and he, he became one of the better techs. So um, as he explained it to me, you know, they they were underpaying him for what he, would, <laughs> you know, because he immigrant didn't know speak Take English very well. Yeah, yes, yeah. Uh, so you know he 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 uh, became one of the better techs, but he wasn't getting paid for it uh, because um, of his language barrier. So at that point, he decided him and, and my mom decided to start their own business. And at first, we we became partners with um, another. Um, another uh, friend of his that he worked with, um, Hans. And, you know, Hans gave him the nickname uh, Minsky. His, uh, his real name is actually Min Win. Yeah. So yeah, I, I was going to ask you, what is this Minsky thing? Right. Some, yeah, some a lot of people ask. A lot of people ask, yeah. Some guy from Czechoslovakia <laughs> right. or something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they come here, they're like, uh, Vietnamese dude. Yeah, so his, his name is uh, Min Win. And Minsky was uh, his nickname that his nickname that his ex-partner uh, gave to him. So it's stuck. That's a great story. Yeah, it's stuck. And <laughs> now, you know, the business is called Minsky. And it's, we've been here since 94. Um, now, when did, you, when did you join the business? I was on and off. I worked here uh, when I was younger. Uh, but, you know, it was just in after the shop school. Part. Yeah, after school. I worked in the shop for a little bit. I don't like turning wrenches. Uh, but, you know, I, I worked here after school, uh, when I was in high school for a little bit. Um, and then I went to college. And then from college, I went back here to help them out with the business. Uh, so I've been here after college. I've been here for about seven years now. It feels longer, but I've been yeah. here for about seven years. Yeah. yeah. But your mom was along for the, the, the whole show, right, from 94, huh? Yes. She, she well. Yeah, she was um, helping. Well, we had a shop with um, his partner up in Oceanside first and we did that for about a couple of years yeah and then he broke off and started his own business here in san diego closer to home uh, and all that so now hans is still ha- he still has that shop up in oceanside oh okay yeah he still has it up in oceanside and uh, he's running that business and we're running our business but we're not tied together anymore okay. it's separate separate business now so so your mom mom takes care of the um the financial part she takes care of, yeah, um, okay. she takes care of uh, ordering parts, um, inventory as well, uh, answering the phone. Yeah. Uh, my dad is the technician now. He used to do the sales. Now I do the sales part of it. 
and so I do making recommendations when somebody brings their vehicle in. Is that that's right? Service advisor. Uh, okay. We, service what advisor. Yeah, service advisor. So I'm the service advisor here, but I also work um, the shop as well if needed. You know, I'll I'll do uh, some small things. Uh, but it's not my forte. I'd I rather. You, but your your dad is one of those find a way or make one kind of guys. You know, this is what I love about your companies. You come yeah. here and say, oh, men will figure it out. Don't worry. About yeah. It. <laughs> <laughs> well, are, this is broken. Well, how do they get like that? Oh, don't worry. Men yeah, yeah, will yeah. figure it out. He's got it. Don't, don't worry. Yeah, exactly. Come back tomorrow. <laughs> right, right. So, you know. And there he is himself. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm interviewing your son about your family business, men. Yeah. We're just t saying nice things about you. <laughs> <laughs> he has no choice. He has to say. Well, that's a oh, yeah. question, actually. I know in our family business, we kind of take advantage of each other <laughs> <laughs> because we're family. <laughs> yeah. So you end up saying things that you would never say to a stranger or an employee. Cause right. It's your family so you can beat on them a little bit, you know? That's right. That's right. Well, that's one of the secrets of being successful, I think, in, in a long-term business is that mm -hmm. you, you, know, you, you have boundaries and you, you yeah. make things work in, in, in bring different elements to the company. Like right. I know you for uh, being very technically minded, at least on the, the stuff that has interaction with uh, customers. I mean, mm -hmm. you're very, very with it with uh, uh, social media. Yeah. I, I admire that about you. It makes, it makes your company look like 10 times bigger than it is. Right. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's, the, that's the trick, right? To, to uh, offer more value. Mm -hmm. um, and customers see value as in uh, technology now. Uh, the more uh, tech savvy you are, the the easier for them to communicate with you. Um, as far as you know, we offer texting, emailing. You know, we'll give yeah. it that. Um, yeah. You can log on to your account, um, and we'll make an account for you, and you can see the services that you've done. You can see the services that are up and coming. Do you think that gives you an advantage over uh, companies similar to yours? Yes, that definitely. you've done this and moved in this direction, and that, and that you brought that to the company, mm -hmm. haven't you? Yeah, a lot of people, a lot of companies um, are not there yet. A lot of companies are where we're at as well. And I see that to survive and to thrive in this business, and think, and I believe in with most businesses, if you're a small business and you're not tech savvy, um, then you will not, you know, exceed um, at what you do. Yeah. And the customers, they see that they. You know, you see, you go, you go into restaurants now, and restaurants, they'll have, um, some restaurants will have a way to automatically order uh, food. Uh, so that's where technology is going. They'll have a buzzer that'll text you when, you're, uh, when your table is ready. Um, so you, you know, love that kind of stuff? I, I like it because I'm very familiar with it, and I'm not frightened of it. A lot of... Uh, so a lot of what does your dad think of stuff like that? He He's a, obviously an older generation. Exactly. So the older generation business owners, they're not, they're not tech savvy. And they don't believe in it as much as I do. So it's hard for them to, it's not tangible, right? But he, he can appreciate what you're doing right. nonetheless. Huh? The numbers don't lie. And if you show them, this is what we've done, this is the programs we've added, and this is our return um, after adding those uh, those programs, then he'll see it. But it's still hard to grasp. It's like software. You can't touch software. You right. can't, like a tool. You can touch a tool. Yeah. You know, if we buy a tool for the shop, yeah. he, you know, he, he knows, he yeah. understands what that is. But when you buy software, you can't touch it. You can't feel it. You know, it, it's, you know. It well, I tell you, this, this is a, this is a wonderful opportunity for uh, older one, one generation to 
bring a new, the new generation into the company and mm-hmm. make a significant change and not be afraid of that. Right, right. And I, so I, I admire your father for doing that. But I'll tell you one thing. Um, as a customer, yeah. and uh, I, I was recommended to you guys years ago, and I know you specialize in Mercedes-Benz and BMWs, and, you know, sophisticated machines, but what attracted the guy who suggested your company, Minsky, but that was uh, Vince, Vince, Vince yeah. Levinsky, yeah, an yeah. audio engineer that we've worked with for, he's been on the show, <laughs> oh, yeah. as a matter of fact. Yeah. Anyway, he said, you know, these guys have just got integrity. They're going to, you know, you can go in there and you, you know mm. that the family business is an operating faculty and it will, they won't let you down. Yeah. They'll tell you right up front what, what things are going to cost. Mm-hmm. They stick by what their uh, recommendations are and the cost of those recommendations. Right. And they do it for reasonable price so you right. always feel that yeah these folks I, I trust whatever you say I know that ne- it needs mm-hmm. to be done because you've That's always right. told me you know things that you can uh, you can let that skate for a while you right, can do right. this you can do that right so um, it, this must be the foundation of your company. I, I'm hope, I hope you appreciate that because oh, yeah. that's what's out there in the mm-hmm. public. Right, right. Well, to, to own a small business, you know, you're working directly with the owners of the, the company. Yeah. And we have a reputation and we care. We just don't want you to come for one time and never see you again. We want to build that relationship. That's what, sm- what sm- most small businesses are, are about, building relationships. Because, you know, in the long run, you know, it's our reputation. It's not, you know, we don't have a, a, a counter guy yeah. um, to take care of the things. Um, right. We, t- we do it with you You're personally. personally invested in this. Right. And even if we did hire somebody um, to work the counter or some more workers uh, in the back, we are engaged. You know, we, we are fully aware of exactly what's going on, who our customers are. Yeah. Uh, and it, it's a lot of FaceTime with us. So uh, this is a question I'll, I ask anybody that we interview, and we've done quite a lot of yeah. interviews now. Um, where do you see yourself in five years? You know, we always talk about opening up a, a, another business, another small business. But I want to see it where we don't have to uh, be here all the time. You know, we, we can still manage it from afar. Mm-hmm. And maybe, you know... We can open up a, an, another location, but you know, being a small business owner nowadays is very difficult. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't know if you feel that, but I feel that there's a lot of um, things that you have to be on top of uh, to own a small business and make it successful. Um, there's a lot of uh, expenses as well. Yeah. You know, before I think when my parents were were owning the business or, or running the business when they just started out, I think it was much easier. Yeah. You know, even without technology, they, they were able to run it. Invoices, now we have computers that do everything, track everything, um, and that's to be competitive. Uh, but before that, you know, everything was handwritten. And now I, I look at it and I'm like, how did they ever run a business yeah. the way they did? You know, now the organization is so much better. Um, we can track histories, uh, the, the complete history of our customer by yeah. just one click. I could, you can call me, I'll look up the caller ID, I'll see it, Yeah. and then to better serve you, you know, answer, you know, hey Mike. Yeah, uh, I know, it, it's right. very, very personable. Right. So you're gonna pursue this down the road for the next few years and, and uh, maybe, maybe it'll flourish into another shop. Right, so right. Uh, so that's, that's, you know, that's every uh, small business's dream well, to, to get. Yeah, hope. Yeah, to, to yeah. be a bigger small business. Yeah, I know. Uh, 
Well, young and old together is the theme of the show, and you've really right. brought a lot to it. And mm -hmm. Ben, I yeah. thank you very much for your excellent work and service here, but also for the conversation it. today. All right. Thank you, Mike. I appreciate it. Doesn't Ben personify what we really hope about mm -hmm. young people today? And his dad is so cool. And a good, honest mechanic. Mom. I know, that's men, all right. They're hard to find. Remember this? There was a Seinfeld. Yeah. Oh, no. Oh, no. no There's always a Seinfeld. Putty was the mechanic that they could only, he was the only one that they trusted. Oh, I remember. And remember, they had a falling out of friendship, and yeah. it was a disaster. So, <laughs> Ben is our yeah. putty. Yeah. And, and so, yeah, men made a, a little appearance in there, but he doesn't want to talk yeah. very much. But then his mom is sitting at the back. It's wonderful. She's ordering parts and stuff. This is so cool. I had a great time. Time off. Oh, yeah. Time off. Okay. okay. This is really neat. All right. Tell them about your nomination. Oh, yeah. Okay. I think we mentioned this on an episode when I first got notification of this. Uh, I belong to the Screen Actors Guild. Yeah, which is a big deal for us, right? So it is. It is. And have been a member since 1987. So, um, just out of the blue, and this is absolutely um, drawn by random, I was selected to be in the uh, nomination committee for the Screen Actors Guild's award this year. So you get this thing that says, okay, so you're going to get some stuff to take a look at and give your opinion, and you're going to, you know, and, they, and when you're done watching the movies and stuff, you have to destroy them, mm -hmm. which is tough. But I had no idea of the avalanche of stuff that arrived. We are we have like 30 movies that are just coming out or ha aren't out yet or, you I know. know. And we just, and and you have to vote on those. Yeah, I know. And so we, we take this them. seriously, and we're watching them all. Yeah, but I know. there's two great movies, if you get a chance to see, um, Victoria and Abdul. Saw that last night. Mm -hmm. With Judy Dench. Yes. She's unbelievable. And uh, they're just amazing. And the other outstanding male actor is Ali Fazel. Uh -huh. Incredible. And it yeah, just great. talks about Queen Victoria in the days after her husband passed away. And it's, it's, just, it's just amazing. Yeah. It's Check, about, about the Raj. Really, it is about, about the, the Raj. Check it out. It's fabulous. Very deep and very, very, very good. Very, very. And how do you go wrong with a Judy Dench movie? I, and the I, other I, one yeah. is Split. Mm -hmm. And Split is by M. Knight Shyamalan. I don't know who. Oh, that he is. he is. A, oh no, you do. Yes, you he did. is a writer for. He's so scary. He writes all these scary. Did he things. do the chainsaw thing or something? Did he, he say yeah, that? he's done a whole bunch of stuff. Yeah. But this is about a guy with many split personalities, and if you want something to scare you, yeah. Whoa, this is scary. This was scary. Check it out. It is really good. It, it's uh, it's very thought provoking, but it's creepy as all get out. Mm -hmm. So remember when? Oh, no. oh I got to tell you guys, we're talking about a family business. <laughs> oh, no, here it comes. <laughs> Way back before you could scan stuff and send them through, you know, email and all that, we had a thing called fax machines. <laughs> They're a dying thing. They are a, certainly <clears throat> a dying thing. And when we opened our business in 1989, uh -huh. um, the only way really to send something quickly was through a fax, a fax machine. A thermofax. A thermofax. <laughs> and this is going way back. And we were an advertising company, so we had to turn on a dime here. And I remember I bought a fax machine through American Express and um, through their credit thing. And it showed up, and you said... What do we need a fax machine for? Are you sure we need a fax machine? God. So I guess what I want to say is remember back in the days when we used to send through fax machine. We still do some things. Well, it's just that the whole idea is a failure to embrace new technology, it, isn't it? It was. Jeez. 
But I'm so cheap. That's the truth. You are. We don't need a fax machine. So I'm sure that people were saying, we don't need a telephone. I'm sure. Our company, well, who's going to call us anyway? They'll just come around Only with idiots. a courier. It's too much money to have a telephone. <laughs> yeah, where's where's the postman when you need him? <laughs> yeah. That's another thing. The post offices are, are I disappearing. I know. I know. The fax machine. And I did fight it for a long time, but she, you knew better. I got a quote to wrap up. Okay. Okay. It's a little longer one, but I'm going to hope I read it properly so that you get it. She regretted none of the choices she made in her life. She might, however, have appreciated some advance warning about the speed with which life's options would narrow. Oh, that is unbelievable. <laughs> because as you get older, it's true. I know. It, it may, I guess maybe it's true and not true. Are your op, do your options narrow? Oh, I don't. That's Maybe they something don't. to talk about and think about. Let us know what you think. As you get older, do you think your options narrow or because of new technology have they actually widened, broadened? Oh, well, that blows that one out of the water. No, it's isn't it? no, it no, gets no, you no, thinking. I, no, it, it Quote is. That's should what get saying. you thinking. Yeah. Here, let me read it again. Just okay. In case. Let's do it. She regretted none of the choices she'd made in her life. She might, however, have appreciated some advance warning about the speed with which life's options would narrow. It's interesting. It is a good one. Okay, I'm going to close the show with this. Good girl. The young person knows the rules, but the old person knows the exceptions. Thanks for listening. Enjoy your family over the holidays, because remember, we weren't born yesterday. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.